0: Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to another episode of the Bring the Juice Podcast. I am your host, Frank Delana. Today on the pod, we have the Central Valley Gangster, Isaiah Hokit. Hokit, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Bring the Juice Nation. We have a banger today. Um, little background from the Central Valley. Went to... You wrestled at Fresno State. Yes, sir. And... Mm -hmm. Let's just jump right into it. You're, I mean, you're, you're fighting in the featherweight of Bellator. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So collegiate wrestling is its own thing. Mm -hmm. And your brother, Josh Hokit came on recently in the pod. We heard his two cents on things. It'll be awesome to hear your take on some of the similar subjects, but Mm -hmm. let's just talk transition from collegiate wrestling going into the Bellator. How did you're done wrestling. What's the mindset? Yeah. Got it. what's next or what? Uh yeah, man.
1: Um well, obviously I hope to have a different outcome from uh my wrestling or my college wrestling endeavors. My previous experience to college wrestling was definitely very different. I, you know, uh, growing up, I was definitely a very good wrestler and it. uh um I uh, you know, in high school, on a couple different occasions, I uh, you know I was I was top twenty in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, I you know I was I was pretty solid. Um, I was a four time California state placer. I think there was maybe only thirty others that had done it at the time when I had did it. Um, yeah, very. It, it was very tough to do. Um, but with that being said, I felt I uh, very much underachieved in my uh, college experience. Right. And, uh, you know, part and part of me didn't even want to really fight, to be honest. And, like, I kind of didn't know if I wanted to get back in that competitive scene. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just kind of like, man, I think I just want to, you know, do an everyday job. You yeah. Because I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, after kind of doing a little bit of soul searching and stuff, I think I was kind of running away from something. Mm. And... I think I just didn't want to confront something within myself, you know? And, uh, you know, it kind of, I mean, it even took Josh kind of like to tell me like, Hey, this isn't you dude. Yeah. Like you weren't meant to just do like a regular freaking job. Right. Like you're running from something like you <laughs> like, and, and, you know, it just kind of like, you know, it, it didn't happen just like right then and there, you know, Yeah, it took, it did. It took some self-reflection for sure. It was like, like you like for me, like I you know, I got to the point where I was just you know, kind of doing a I was working on our property out in Wasco, yeah, and uh, you know, I was just, you know, I came home after you know, working one day, and I was just like, man, is this really all that's it for me? like yeah. really, like it, like I'm not really making I, I'm not making like a like a crap ton of money, like yeah. I'm not. Like I just, you know, I don't feel fulfilled mm-hmm. doing this. Like you just, like maybe I just wasn't meant to be, just like some regular person. Yeah, you don't want to work a nine to five. Right like now. it was just like I was definitely trying to com- uh, kind of convince myself of like some lie, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was just like, you know, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Christian guy, so I'm like, man, I'm like to myself, like, or I like I'm praying to God, like, man, is this really all that's it, like there's got to be something more like, show me what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I get, you know, the most fulfillment doing, right? You know, it's not even necessarily all about making millions of dollars. Like it doesn't even have to be that, but what do I have the most, or what do I get the most enjoyment out of doing? Because in the grand scheme of things, if you find something you enjoy, you're going to really try to take off with it. Kind of similar to this podcast. I mean, you're, you're taking off with it. You, I mean, you can tell you really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I do, man, it, it's going to go to great heights mm-hmm. because you are doing something that, uh, and if it really does bring you joy, you're going to keep trying to, you know, yeah. Climb that ver- mountain. yeah, exactly. Go vertical with it. So yeah, man, I, 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 uh, definitely, uh, you know, I'm loving my MMA experience. I definitely know. I, I always knew I loved to fight. But it's like there was also a part of me that was like, you know, there's gotta be a simpler way than right. to just get in your head beaten, you know. Right. But it was just like, you know what? Maybe I am just meant to be like some type of, you know, warrior. Maybe I ought to owe it to myself to find out where yeah. I stack up as an athlete. Or, you know, I, I know I can definitely be a world champion, mm-hmm. you know, I know I can be you know i i don't short on athleticism right i maybe am not my brother he's definitely a better athlete than i am hey, but man. i mean i'm still i'm still nothing sh- i'm i'm still pretty dang i'm still a pretty dang good athlete when right. it's all said and done yeah but yeah i i i definitely love uh where i'm going with my mma experience or mma career and you know i uh recently moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico and, you know, a place that I never thought I'd be. And, you know, I'm still actively through MMA, getting to travel the world and, you know, hey, Not many, people, awesome. get not yeah, many not, people get to do exactly, that. Yeah, many people get to do that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So you had that calling of saying, you know, you were, like I said, you were working on the property and you said, there's got to be something more. Your faith had something to do with it. What's your calling. And mm-hmm. as you said, how exactly. do I stack up against people? I totally know what you mean by that because mm-hmm. it's like, I had a similar experience after I was done playing football at Fresno state. When I was winding down, I was like, I have my parents, my, my family has a farm that I grew up on. Mm -hmm. It's it's why I am the way I am today. And growing up, all I wanted to do was play football for Fresno state and then farm onions, which is what we grow. Mm. But when it was about that time, I was like, there's gotta be something in between. I didn't grow up wrestling or fighting. They didn't have it at my school. And like, Mm -hmm. Again, I got the seed planted in my head that there's something more. So that's when I transitioned to try out for the Team USA bobsled team, which would turn into the skeleton team, which turned into this, holy shit, I'm trying to go the Olympics journey. right? And because I knew there was more. And I, I got to do it for two seasons and grow and compete against other countries and do some things that I never thought I would get to do. And I had a whole community behind me and yeah. you know had this ice cowboy persona about me. It was awesome and i got i got hurt the olympics happened Mm -hmm. i started bringing the juice Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how i've developed into things but i know what you're saying because it's hard to go from being a high level competitive athlete just to one day it's stripped away from you and now oh yeah uh i got work tomorrow morning yeah i gotta i gotta type this stuff in a computer then go check that and do this and yeah, my lunch starts at noon. What are you eating? Well, it doesn't really matter. I'm not training, so like I could, I could pretty much do whatever I want. Right. You want to hold yourself to a higher standard, and I think you were, you had that realization too, because if you wait too long, mm-hmm. dude, it goes away. Like you can't, like we talk about oh. National Football League on here all the time. You can't not play a football game for four years and expect to go back and play as well as you did the last time you went in. Right. You lose it. You and do. It, and the older we get. Man, we get like I feel. I'm I'm 25 now. I feel when I wake up, I feel 30, 38. Right. Like I really do. I touch my toes every morning. Yeah, exactly. And
1: especially like a sport. Like, well, I mean, I've wrestled since I was four years old. And I mean, I I graduated at you know 23, 24. Right. And yeah, so that's 20 years. And and wrestling is known to be like dog years to the body, man. Yeah. I mean, I was just feeling it like the other day, like I hadn't even really done anything. I just woke up and all of a sudden, like my shoulders are aching. I'm just like, dude, I'm like, gosh, dang. Like, yeah, it's tough. And especially, uh, you know, like, uh, touching on what you were saying, uh, you know, going four years without playing football. And then all of a sudden jumping back in, like, yeah, you really can't do it. And it's like the same thing for MMA because it really is a young man's game. Yeah. Like you, like rarely do you see people make it to 40 years old and fight like like unless you were just i mean you saw like even the greats like they get right there and then they're like done like there's like you know anderson silva like he was on top of the game forever and then all of a sudden like he gets to like around that age he's (laughs) he loses like five straight and like if he was young you know and it's just it is it's a young man's game man it's all there's always somebody just i mean i guess that could go for anything that you do uh And even in the business world, there's always somebody on the come up. Oh, there's absolutely. always, there's always some younger, hungrier dog trying to get you. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm always thinking like, yeah, you're 25 right now, but you're not always, you're not always no. going to be that man. Exactly. You're not, I mean, before you know it, you're, you're going to be like 30, 30 to 32. Don't, don't be thinking like you have all this time. No. Like for me, especially like I have to, you know, kind of expedite my process because I you know I I jumped right into the big league right how 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 did you get that opportunity even so okay so it also helps when you're manager I've known my manager since I was like seven eight years old I grew yeah. up like wrestling with his sons also yeah and uh, yeah so we've always kind of you know kept in contact we know each other he knows like like I was always capable of fighting like I grew up fighting uh, you know, street fights and stuff yeah. he, like he know like he knew i was capable and he knew and he knew that the, uh, the level of wrestler i was you know it could and, it could
0: it could transfer over
1: yeah like it could transfer over for sure and then uh yeah so he was like he's an og he's kind of an og manager in the game like so he's he's got a little pool. he's got some pool so um yeah with that being said uh yeah i kind of had to, you know expedite my or i had to you know uh speed up my process on how good yeah. i was getting because literally like yeah so jumping into the big leagues like these guys like they got five plus years in mma yeah like some, and then they probably came up and like they came up in some background like i did yeah like they it may not have been wrestling but i mean even you look at my last fight like dude dude fought some pretty good competition and he i mean he's a he's a taekwondo black belt Right. But me, I'm a I'm a tycoon, I'm a I'm a black belt in wrestling. So I was like, you know I ought to use that. Right. <laughs> just go around. I definitely learned my I learned my uh lesson from the first fight for sure. Yeah. That guy, I mean, he had only been in I mean, he had been in uh he almost had probably ten years in MMA to be honest. Wow. Dang near. it, it, was, it was probably like eight. But yeah. before that, he had tremendous amounts of like kickboxing fights and and even in his MMA fights, he fought, he was fighting like UFC caliber guys. Right. Like the dudes, like the dude before he fought me, he, uh, he, he had fought a dude who just got signed to the UFC right yeah. after he fought him. So yeah. it was just like, like, He's I, got, I, I. and honestly, there was a little bit of a, definitely, a you know, a mental adjustment process that had, like, I had to go about it way differently than I was thinking like, I ain't going to just be able to walk out there and just break people. Like these right. guys, like these guys are good, man. Yeah, like, they're, they're here professionals for a reason. For a reason. Exactly. Yes, they're good for a reason. So it's like me yeah, you need to be a little bit more humble yeah. for sure about how you go about, uh, about this process. Yeah. So,
0: what, so like, I want to get back to this, but I wanted yeah, to totally start with part. like your first time going live. Because when you wrestle, like you said, street fights are one thing. wrestling is a whole nother thing, and you didn't really get to become an MMA person. You went damn near straight to the Bellator, to where. And right. for people who don't know the Bellator, it's it's essentially similar to the
1: UFC, just a different league, league correct? Yes, it, it it's yeah, it's the competitor organization to the right. UFC.
0: So. Basically. Was that first fight you had the first time ever getting to go all out live? Like all out, no strings attached, no headgear, no spar, or or did you have a couple like kind of under the table I, practice matches at least? I mean, I I mean, okay, so I had no amateur fights,
1: right? That's what I'm yes, saying. Yes, no amateur fights, just kind of you know, practice straight into like the bright lights, pretty much. Right. Um but honestly, yeah, I hadn't had like live shots. Yeah, fly. like I needed to have. So, I needed to have that feeling of, oh, this guy is trying to knock my ass off. Like yeah, I need. He's trying to kill me, and I. I don't think I real. After self reflection, after that first fight, which I think I was very poor at going uh-huh. before. Before uh, yeah, that first fight,
0: uh-huh.
1: like my self reflections. I mean, I'm working on it, but you gotta definitely be able to tell yourself the truth, like, Hey, did I do this? Like, did right. I, did I, did I find, or did I, was I able to like find some limitations within myself? Like, it doesn't matter. Like I the thing is about me, I'm very fearless when it goes to fighting. Like, I don't give a I like, I don't give a crap about getting hit in the face. I don't give yeah. a, like, I don't care. But the thing is like, it, you want to win. Yeah. You want to win fights. So Hell yeah. Like, winning's so, more fun than man, losing. Man, the thing is, I don't think I really understood my limitations. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. I needed to have that feeling of a high intensity go. Yeah. And somebody just, you know, really feel like I needed to really feel like somebody's trying to lay me out, and I hadn't had that. Yeah. After like self-reflecting. I was just like. Man, these guys really weren't trying to hurt me like I thought. Yeah, they kind of might. Right. Or I thought I had, or maybe I had like a mental, like I I thought I had a much better chin than I did, or I maybe had better awareness. Right. And like I got out there, and it's honestly like your first fight. It's definitely like it feels like everything's a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. It, it your 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 senses are definitely heightened. Yeah, like you're like, because I got to be truth be told, like I got knocked out by a very basic combination.
0: Yeah, and well, I mean, how did he even like? Okay, so it's just boom, bang, bang. Yeah, rest. Okay, bell rings. Bell rings. So I was. And what happened?
1: Honestly, it was like, just before like,
0: bell rings. You shaking? Like you good? Like all right, I got a game plan. Or, or? Uh,
1: I mean, I I mean, I definitely felt the anxiety of it. Yeah, I was definitely there was definitely some nerves. But like honestly, even when I, you know, I went out there. It was I mean the fight didn't last very long, so it was just like I went out. I thought I was just gonna be able to put this high pace. And like honestly, I felt like oh, I'm just gonna go out there and try to break this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna break him. Like it was just like. No real game plan. Yeah. It was just like I'm gonna go break him.
0: You're going straight. I, like dude, I'm gonna like, go.
1: Let's go. Like I'm gonna go and just you know beat him up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just very vaguely God, and you can't. And, yeah. It's just like like dude, you cannot think like that at the <laughs> street. Like that is like bar fight mentality. Like yeah. no, you cannot do that. It works
0: in the streets, but exactly. not in the octagon. And like sure,
1: yeah, exactly. And then sure enough. Like, I know, like, I hit pretty dang hard. So it was just like, oh, I'm going to go, and I'm going to scare the you-know-what out of him, you know? So I go, I get the angle, and I think, oh, I'm safe at this. And I throw, like, a half-ass punch. And that goes back to, like, training. Right. Like, I hadn't really fought. I hadn't fought with the intensity that I needed to be fighting at in practice. And so I think it kind of translated. I was like, oh, and I throw this half-ass punch. And I leave my chin hanging in the air, and all of a sudden I throw. I get check left hook or check right hook because he's a southie, and then he check uh, right hooks me, and then just goes with the left cross and just lays me out. And I'm just like, ah, "Dang it! <laughs> did you, you did you get knocked out, or did you just they they called it?" Um. So I mean, he didn't. I mean, he kind of like stunned me. Uh huh not it was kind of like a flash knockdown and then he got on top of me and then like yeah that's Took when he, that's when he definitely knocked me out right there yeah but uh yeah man i i you know i was definitely you know i was devastated i i didn't really okay i didn't really so much care that i lost i guess it was just more of like you know, you you look at your social media afterwards and it's well, just like,
0: I mean, you feel like you let so many people down, but it's just like, yeah, but at the yeah, same time, I it's, don't know. it's you versus you in this world. Yeah. And like, for sure. I know what you mean. And like, in in a lot of sports, I mean, me and, me and Josh talked about this on our episode. It was like, a lot of sports are team sports where, yeah. you know, it's not single handedly like, you're responsible for the actions of the result necessarily. A sport yeah. like MMA, wrestling, fighting. Mm-hmm. It's you. If it, It's on, it's your ass. Unless you do some, right. you know, Lucha Libre shit, Nacho Libre wrestling match in Mexico or something like that, where it's a tag team. But right. that's not relevant towards this episode. <laughs> yeah, but what exactly. I'm saying yeah, is, yeah. it's you versus you and you got one dude to fight. And it's, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. And that's, it's no one else's deal, but right. but on top of that, you know, like you said before the Paul of bit, it's more fun to win than it is to lose. Oh, absolutely. But like, you know, having that mentality and, and yeah, I get the social media side of things because we live on in a world now where um, everything's on your phone, everything's on TV right. and people are going to, you know, say what they say, do what they do. Did you, how fast did you watch it on TV or did you, have you, have you watched it? uh my, my first, Your first fight? fight yeah
1: oh yeah I watched it yeah and then honestly I was just like I watched it and uh, I mean I think I, I didn't probably watch it till like two days later because I was just like I
0: don't wanna see it right now.
1: Yeah I don't want to see it right now and then like yeah I, I had talked to the parents and everything and you, you just you know you feel worse because you're just like man my mom was there like my wa- my dad watched it like <laughs> yeah <laughs> my brother watched it but it was just, like, yeah, I don't really so much care what, I mean, people say. It's just, like, the people that, like, were rooting for you, you know? Like, well, I mean. But
0: I, I guess what it's you just me. What are you going to do? I,
1: I, yeah, I've, I, I think I've always kind of been, like, this, like, people pleaser type of thing. And, you know, that's another thing. Yeah, I had to kind of, you know, talk to myself about, like, what are you in this for, dude? Right. Like, Like, this is uh, – you know, this is way too dangerous of a sport to, like, not know why you're in this. Yeah. You know, and it's true. and it's like, for me, it's like, you know, I kind of got to do this for me. Like, yeah, you can, you can want to make people proud, but you you got in this. Yeah. Because you wanted to confront something within within yourself, you know? You wanted to, you wanted to have more than just, like, yeah, I got in this probably, you know, a little bit for my like future family, yeah. you know. Like I want to have more than just being able to p- pass like riches right to my kids or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, like I want to be able to pass down like you know like certain life lessons and like certain value or you know this the this thing that or these things that I'm trying to confront within myself. I'm trying to have pass down to them at like a young age so that they can overcome this thing. And just, you know, and the, and, you know, the bloodline gets better and better every time. I'm, I'm not about like having these generational curses, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to just keep, you know, progressing.
0: Yeah. Going up. I mean, generational, I agree. I mean, my dad always talks about, you know, I don't want you to have to learn the mistakes that I've already had to go through, right. not even mistakes, but just things where it's like, I took the hard route. Hey, I'm going to teach you this. It'll be a little bit easier on you. Right. And and so, don't get me wrong. Like you don't want to patty cake your kids to the mm-hmm. point where they, they just got this easy life. Like I right, do believe, you, I, I do believe that if you struggle with something in life and you uh, consistently are attacking a goal and you're chipping away at something You're going to work hard for it. It's going to make victory taste that much sweeter for one. Right. But for two, it's going to build that character within Mm -hmm. and that's ultimately what makes you a winner in the end. In the end, because you can't, you could have that, you could have the talent, but especially in a thing like fighting, you got to have the heart, you got to have the will, you got to have the grit, you got to have, it's got to be deep within your loins to be wanting to do something because you're not just, you're not just fighting somebody to knock them out. You're trying to take a man's soul at that point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> One question. Um, do you like to eat really good food? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we have this company called Plates Hub. Uh, mm. Plates Hub is owned by this guy named Joe. Absolute stud. Mm. He uh, – what they do is they do meal prep. They feed all a lot of NFL dudes, a couple fighters, a couple okay. of NBA dudes. Um, but now they are making it available to where the average person can – Now buy their meal preps. Oh, that's awesome. So what you do is you go onto their website. You pick your meals. They're never frozen. They're with the best ingredients. A lot of organic. And you could go on, select it. Boom. It'll show up at your door in like two days. You eat it. You smack it. Make your kids better. Makes you a better fighter. Makes me a better podcast host. We love it. We love it. So shout out to Plates Hub. Additionally, I don't know if you noticed, but Dervos Deli is... One of the most premier sandwich shops in Fresno. You remember the old Deli Delicious right there across the Sermon Center? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's now Dervo's Deli. Same owner, not a franchise, just a guy who's trying to make a kick-ass deli within the 559. Their chicken sandwich is phenomenal. He's actually getting it to where we want to have, um, you know, I want all the athletes in there. We want to sign some pictures, get them up on the wall. Their chicken sandwich is so damn good. My brother went there a couple days ago had their burger. Hmm. We love Dervo's Deli. So shout out to Dervos Deli. Um nice. We'll be there soon. Okay. And then lastly, Ascend Film Company. Shout out to our boy Jake. That's why. Our, that's why our, all of our uh, our reels, our social medias, our YouTube page is blowing up. Jake is the man. We got some big things soon. He's connected with all of our athletes, doing videos for them now. Um, shout out to Jake. Shout out to his company. Shout out to his beautiful filming. Anyways, mm-hmm. wrapping back into the episode, Isaiah. That first fight, okay, we talked about it. It sucked. Okay. It sucked, but there were lessons learned. Yeah. And I I think before there is success, there must be failure. It's hard because everyone wants to just win constantly. Hell yeah, that'd be nice. But it's one of those things where when you lose, like you said, you self-reflect. You sit, you know, you sit down and just think to yourself. You're laying in bed and it's things are playing over in your head. You're showering and you're just kind of staring at the wall. Just your thoughts are going through you. Like it's really internal when you have to lose something, and it could go one of two ways when you lose. You could either go in the tank and say "Poor me, crybaby, whatever," or you could get a little pissed off, a little bit of juice, and get your piss hot. And now you're rolling. Now you're training a little bit harder. You got that chip on your shoulder. You're getting after things, and that's what you did. It seems like, yeah. So your transition. All right, last fight's behind us. I gotta hit the gym for this next fight. Let's go. How'd it go? Um.
1: So actually, prior to that, um. So the thing is, in that situation, you know, you could have. I could have easily just been like, "Oh, that was a fluke." I I mean, I definitely could have beat that guy with the skill set I had. Right. I I mean, I took it only six months into training, which is kind of nuts looking back at it. It was just like after like looking back and, you know, all that stuff, I was just like, man, I had no business doing what the hell I was doing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you know, I had to, you know, be more truth. Like I, I had to speak some more truth to myself. Like, you know, why did that happen? Yeah. Because like, I mean, the same thing's going to keep happening or the same so-called fluke. Yeah. It's gonna keep happening if you if you take this, you know, if you don't self reflect on this, if you keep taking this victim mentality, of, of uh, you know, like why is me like why why is this happening to me like I why do I have to get humiliated in front of everybody? Mm-hmm. But really, it was like, okay, like like why did that happen? We self reflected. Now you know, I was thinking maybe I didn't prepare like I needed to. Maybe I didn't have the the right intensity. So, and then it was like, am I at the right gym? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Antonio Antonio McKee is a great coach. But uh, at the moment, I was just like, I kind of feel like I need something different, you know. Change it up a little. I, I got to change it up. So, you know, I, I talked with the fam and stuff, and we were kind of, you know, had initially – Thought of uh, you know gyms to train at when I had first signed anyway, and my manager had a a, a good relationship and he knew uh, Greg Jackson out in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And for those of you don't know who don't know, that is uh, the former training place of like John Jones and like Holly Holm wow. still currently trains there, um, and a lot of other uh, UFC legends to be honest. Um, so. So, I went. we kind of took a leap of faith
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, went out to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, I guess it wasn't so much a leap of faith. They're kind of legendary coaches, so we knew we were kind of getting there. In good hands, right. Exactly. So, we went out and drove that 12 hours to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which where I'm currently at. And, uh, yeah, man, just from right from the get-go, it was like, man, like I – like I have a long way to go, you right. know, and like they started showing some stuff and I was just like, man, I should have been like, man, I should have knew this from the beginning. Like I had, if I would have known this in the last fight, like, right? it was like shit, maybe, maybe I would have been all right, but even still, like I, sh- I shouldn't have done it. And that's like also the, uh, the other blessing of, you know, losing the way I did. It was like, yeah, I got knocked out, but I got some sense knocked into me. Like, dude, you ca- Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it, it's like Yeah, you got to you got to know your limitations. You got to know what you can and can't do. Right. And stand with a guy who is like a who who's pretty damn good in kickboxing is not the way to go and, you know, <laughs> when you're fighting. So, but uh yeah, so I get in there and I'm just like, man, like I'm I'm sparring with some of these even the lower level dudes and I'm like, son of a gun, like, man, I, like, you're almost embarrassed because I'm, like, you know, I tell people I'm in Bellator in there and then, like, I'm fighting maybe some, like, lower-level dudes at the moment, like, Uh when I, because I'm, like, like seven months in when I had showed up and, like, some of them, like, were, like, they were definitely hitting me more than I was hitting them and I was just, like, gosh dang, dude, like, like, I'm, like, like, you're embarrassed and then, like, so, like, literally, like, half hour before each practice like i was going over the stuff that they had went the day before i was just like i gotta get
0: you gotta lock in like i
1: gotta lock in you gotta get obsessed dude like you can't you can't go at the pace of some of these dudes that are like now like five plus years in like you can't go at that pace like you gotta you know you gotta step up what you're doing like you're in a like in a unique situation you're gonna have to put in more time yeah yeah than everybody else like you're gonna have to you're gonna you have catching up to do mm-hmm. and so like literally half hour before each practice i was like going over stuff like that we had learned before like and in, in, in predominantly it was like in the striking department i mean i always had good i had good feel i have good feel for like striking and stuff yeah but it's like you got to know more than feel like you got to have like like an actual understanding Mm -hmm. You know, you got to know, like, the – like, you got to know it, uh, like, a lot of angles. Like, there's a lot of angles of striking. Like, there's – like, when you – there's more than one counter. Okay, so in wrestling, there is kind of a – like, for every move, there's kind of a counter. Right. And it's – most of the time, it's, like, maybe one to two. One to two counters. But in striking – so now in mma striking there's maybe like four there's like maybe four counters or four different movements that they could or four plus movements that they could do just from one strike like you can like just like, let's let's go over a jab for example like a, a guy throws a jab he could throw like a uh he could he could throw a like he could depending on how he's standing so if you're ortho going against ortho or actually ortho going against uh southpaw, for example, that's probably the easiest one guy throws a jab. You can throw, you can throw the, uh, like a near side, the near side hook, wow. which is like, cause you're standing in an open stance. So guy throws his left jab at me. I can throw a right hook at him. Guy throws his left jab at me. I can, you know, I can slip it, go lead uppercut. I can, guy throws the lead jab, I can slip it and also throw my, my left cross at the same time. So with, I mean, there's, that's like, that's like three to four right there. Like, it's just off, off one little jab. So it's just like, there's so many, there's so many, like, there's so many angles and so many things to know about striking. And I was like, try to just do it yeah, like right away. And it was just like, damn, maybe I ought to like, kind of stay with what I'm good at right While I developed this other thing, you know, so, but, uh, yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of the one thing, you know, just addressing what you are, like your limitations and what you are good and not good at, right? Like you got to know your feel for some spots and you just, yeah, you got to dial in some techniques and for sure, you just gotta, you just gotta be thinking about it all the time. And part of that was, you know, dropping some habits that, you know, maybe, make me shut off my mind you know Mm -hmm. like you know like video games is a good example like definitely when i like once i moved in uh, albuquerque new mexico i I was literally i literally left the the playstation at home i was literally like all right it's a distraction at this point yeah it's a distraction at this point i'm just gonna embrace the situation i'm in Uh and you know i'm just gonna try to get obsessed with it you know right
0: so being a wrestler would you primarily – you and I think you kind of explained this like you want to embrace your strengths but still strengthen your weaknesses. Oh, absolutely. So when you're a wrestler and you're seeing who you're going to fight next because everyone – some guys are like, like to stand up. Some dudes – everyone has their mm-hmm. – what they're known for. Do you want to fight other wrestlers or would you rather fight a guy who doesn't like to wrestle and get him on the ground? Um, I mean to be honest – I mean – I know you don't get to pick but like – like if you, if, if you had oh, like to, a, like a preference, sure. Like if you were like, okay, cause you don't get to pick your fight, right? They kind of just, they kind of get, just get shuffled towards you. Uh, An opportunity strikes and you can say I want it or not, or yeah,
1: it, it's just kind of like, you know, the promotion maybe has a guy and then like, they kind of just, you know, funnel it to your management and then, yeah, it, it's kind of a process so, like, I, I know my manager doesn't tell me or he won't, he probably won't tell me, Oh, like this guy, this guy, and this guy like wants to fight. Like he's probably right. they're probably all just kind of going over. Okay, What's the like, best fit right now? Yeah, like or... they're kind of looking, and I know he'll be talking to my coach and stuff, and they'll kind of like have an opponent, and then like they'll like look at the opponent. So they're just you know before you accept anything, but um, uh, I I guess there's not really a like a preference. I guess uh. I mean, at this stage, I mean, I guess, I mean, the striker versus wrestler thing is always definitely a mismatch. So. Because yeah. if you get him on the ground, he's screwed or. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, because, yeah, if I get him to the
0: ground, he's most likely. But at the screwed. same time, if he connects, you could oh, be screwed. for sure. Absolutely. Well that's the next fighting fight. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Especially in MMA with those four ounce gloves, man. Oh, shoot. And, uh, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, like you said, one punch could be over for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, it only takes one. Uh, Exactly. It's – that's how it's been. I mean, I was just thinking, like, you're talking about your chin. Is it as good as I thought it was at one point? Like, is there a secret remedy behind MMA fighters that you could help your chin almost? Like, can you practice something like that? (laughs) Or is that just – is that a you got it or you don't type of thing? I know Uh, that's, like, sounds like a dumbass question, but – I don't seriously like I mean people go to great extents for some things like
1: I I don't know that I mean I guess the, the aware or having the awareness for the punches yeah definitely helps like now because like I, I I since going to Jackson Wink out in Albuquerque we definitely have a way higher intensity for like sparring and stuff so you're like
0: you're taking shots
1: during yeah the so like Uh, for instance, like Aaron Pico, like Aaron Pico is one of my partners and it's, it's pretty much a damn near fight when you're going with him. Uh So it's like, you're, I mean, so it's high intensity. And if you, if you can, you have that feel of a real fight. Yeah. And so I have those emotions. I have, I have the anxiety level of a real fight and all that stuff. So when you can kind of like see those fast ass in like hard hitting punches yeah like coming at you like and, and maybe you take a few You like you're you're bound to take a few because we're also going in like soft top mma gloves uh-huh which maybe like six to eight ounces uh-huh so when you're taking like a punch from that like it's like like you're kind of you're like somewhat conditioning because you because also another thing that can knock you out is the speed. There's such thing as like a like a flash knockdown, flash knockout, you know? Maybe they don't hit the hardest, but they could still kind of like... One, two. Like, stun your ass from like, oh, shoot, that hit me. Like, I wasn't ready to get hit. Yeah, and yeah. that's And that's part of, like, when guys get knocked out. It's because they're just not ready to get hit. And that's like, well, actually, it's probably the majority of... I was going to say, when I feel dudes like get that's knocked, the majority. They, yeah, that's probably the majority, you to be eat honest. You could something, yes. but... Oh yeah, it's it's the one you, you gotta don't know. see. That. Yes, you got to know how to take a punch. You got to know, yeah. So there's there's definitely all that stuff. So once I guess you you know how to like see the punches coming, and maybe you kind of like take one every now and then that you did, or maybe you take one that you did see. And maybe you kind of know, uh huh, because definitely Aaron Pico is a is a notoriously hard hitter, and. So that's a great kind of measuring point for me. Yeah. It's like, I i mean, you don't want to take these punches all the damn time, but it's like, you kind of know. You it's going to help your chin you for sure. Probably. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. You don't want to do it your entire career. Yeah. Like I'm, st- I'm start, I'm just starting out. So I kind of get, need to get my ass knocked off a little bit. I need to put the miles in a little bit, but there is going to come a time where I maybe need to like scale it back just a little bit. Right. Put I, I don't really wear headgear. He wears yeah. his headgear because, I mean, he's done it for, like, five years now. But there's going to come a time, like, I probably need to not, you know, yeah. be fighting like fighting that. Fighting every day like not, that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be every day like that. So, yeah, with that being said, I, I, I don't think, I don't know if there's, like, a straight way. Like, if we ain't just standing there, just, con- like, just, you know,
0: going <laughs> punching. Trading blows. Yeah, yeah, just trading
1: blows. But, uh Yeah, it definitely helps to see the punches coming. Right. So.
0: Is there a fighter that, you know, I know you said in your new gym in New Mexico, there's some legends there. Is there a fighter that is, you know, a a vet that you've, you've trained with or you've met or you've encountered where you're like, hey, they've really taken me under under their wing or they've, they've taught me a lot of things, whether it's, you know, being a fighter itself or even just being a professional. Um.
1: I mean, I haven't. I don't think there's anybody really that I've like went under their wing with. Our 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 gym is still fairly young. Like I I, I mentioned, you know, John John Jones is not there anymore. Right. Uh, I the our our gym's fairly young. Yeah. So, there's a lot of us just kind of, like, you know. Still on the rise. Yeah, they're still on the rise. Like, a lot of us are, like, actually, or a lot of them are, like, knocking on the door of the UFC or, like, PFL, which is another competitor organization to the UFC, and then even Bellator. So, we're kind of all just, you know, figuring it out as we go. Yeah. So, yeah, but… Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's well. Really there's so green like in the game still. Like, there's yeah. so
0: much that could happen, and like, it's. I, I mean, you go on a three win streak, you go on a yeah. five win streak. Who knows if the U, how soon the UFC are calling or or if you get a chance at mm-hmm. your your well your weight classes belt eventually or whatever might happen. Right. I mean, it, it's it's such a game where you could you could rise so fast or you could fall off right. real quick too as to where, and like I said, it's, it's you versus you. So it's, it's difficult. And, you know, I know you have that wrestling, bra- that wrestling background. And I, I think about it in the sense of how, what do you do to, you know, keep yourself getting up every day, every morning? What did you do as a, a young wrestler to do that? To like, what's something that you reflect back on and you're just like, this is why I wrestle. I mean, I know we talked about social media. You want to make people proud. I get it. Like I do too. Hell yeah, I want to make my mom and dad proud, and my brothers proud, and my sister proud. But like, at the end of the day, you're the one who goes into that octagon and is willing to risk their life to get success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why do you do it?
1: For the uh, why do I do MMA? Why do you
0: wake up in the morning and get get out of bed and train your ass off?
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, so I yeah, I'm, I'm at a level where, you, or I'm in a sport where I could get hurt really bad. Right. And it's like, if I'm in a sport where I could get hurt really bad, yeah. Like I like I need to put in, like I need to put in this work. Like I don't want, I don't ca- Like I don't want to go and get humiliated. Right. Like it sucks. Yeah. Like I and I also believe I can be a world champ. Right. Like, I think this, you have to believe that you have to believe that, right? Like, I'm not just in it to be one of the guys. And I think that's really, I, I think I kind of was just in the mix. Right. In wrestling. Like, I, I think, uh, like I, I, I needed to overcome some mental hurdle and I never really confronted it within myself. Uh-huh. And it's like, yo, you need to confront this. Like, to be successful in anything I'm going to have, th- there's, there's something I might have to confront within myself and I'm going to have to, you know, really engage my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, like I never really have before. And like, that, that's kind of a thing. Like I've kind of yeah, noticed from, absolutely. you know, even, even, uh, Josh. Yeah. Josh, Josh has been so much better about engage and about staying focused and being engaged than I have. Right. And it's like, You know, maybe, maybe there's more, like I could sit around and think, oh, he's just like, he's more gifted. Maybe it just fell in his lap. The cards fell in his favor. Or I could be like, yo, maybe I ought to make my own luck. Right. And freaking, you know, try to get the most out of myself. Yeah. Like maybe I, I mean, maybe I ought to really try to apply myself instead of thinking, oh, the cards just didn't fall for me. Right. Oh. Like maybe it just wasn't in my, maybe it just wasn't my favorite. Maybe God just didn't want me to be. It wasn't meant
0: to be. God just doesn't want that.
1: And it's just like, you can make all these excuses, like how, you know, like the cards were stacked against me when really like you had no business thinking that in the first place, because you just, you didn't, you didn't really apply your mind like you needed to like, yeah, you had all the, you had the physical attributes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it's just like you never brought it all together and it's just like maybe you ought to find out why that is yeah so i'm just damn yeah i
0: like that i like that answer okay i got one more question what after a fight what is you know like first moments is the adrenaline just start settle like Mm. go from this high to just a, a crash or at what point does the soreness kick in? At what point are you like, I can't even walk. I mean, where, where tell me the triggers. And like, do you eat a fat meal right after are you guys get some oh, beers? Like, how's it, how's it roll? Well,
1: thank God I didn't take any damage on my last fight. So that was pretty dang cool. Right? But, uh,
0: and you got your first dub, which, oh, dude, yeah, that's, that's yeah. huge. Congratulations, yeah, man. Yeah, that's thank awesome. You.
1: Thank you. Um, Yeah. So, honestly, yeah, it was just a. There is a huge adrenaline high. Uh Like as you're going in there, like you really, I I try. I I think I did a good job of not really fighting with like a bunch of adrenaline. I was just like
0: calm, cool, collected. Yeah, I was.
1: I was definitely calm, cool, and collected for this next one because, like I said, like it, a Jackson wink, Like I, like it's high intensity. Like somebody's really been trying to knock me out. So I've been in this like mindset of you know, someone's trying to hurt me all the time. So it's just like the same emotions I get in in practice. Like I I actually was used to feeling it for my last fight. So that was pretty cool. But, uh, so yeah, I was definitely like, okay, like if he does this or if, yeah, if he does this, I'm going to do this. So I was like, yeah, super common, cool. But yeah, going back to actually answering your question here, (laughs) um, You, yeah, I was definitely on an adrenaline high, like, like, thank you, coach, like, yeah, like, I definitely, I was like, let's go, like, yeah, for sure, like, I didn't, I didn't want to, like, show it on the camera, like, while I was out the octagon, because I was just, like, I'm trying to act like I've been here before, before. oh, yeah, for sure, (laughs) but I was just, like, oh, that was awesome, like,
0: yes, man,
1: fighting, fighting is so much fun, which, yeah, so it, it's always, like I said, it's always nice when you win. Oh, my but, God, uh, I could imagine. Yeah, I didn't, thank God, didn't take any damage. And then, uh, yeah, for sure, afterwards, all the fans were coming up to me after 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 I had walked out from the locker room. They were like, man, you're awesome. Like, can I buy you a beer? And I, So, yeah, so definitely I drank some beers with the fans, took some pictures. Hell, and then, yeah. Yeah, definitely. uh Definitely went and got some uh I think there was like a Johnny Rockets or something Smacked <laughs> <that it was. laughs> <It's laughs> a Nice little meal. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I definitely went in for some Johnny Rockets, got a nice oh milkshake with it. Uh-huh. Oh, I was going Picking in it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think they had a Chick-fil-A in there. And I was just like <sighs> Double down. Yeah, we got to get some Chick-fil-A in there. So yeah, I'm because I, I had to make 145, man. What are you, you walking around tough. at? I'm like day near 170. damn yeah so it's like wow yeah so yeah we're thinking about possibly being back in june or july okay uh that's that's what i've been uh, we don't know yet for sure okay um but yeah they 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 just told my manager and my manager got to me like a few days ago like hey they're thinking june or they were thinking june july at the latest so yeah i'll be uh, doing it all over again are you fired up? Oh yeah, for sure. What's it Love like,
0: like when they're like, "All right, so see who you got next?" Like, are you just researching every single thing about this person, watching every single thing they've done? Like,
1: uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, like I, I'm definitely like looking into the guy a little bit. Like, right. definitely, your anxiety level goes up, or mine does, at least. But yeah, I think I have more. I definitely have more anxiety leading up and. More emotions leading up than I actually do, like in the cage. Yeah. Because I'm just
0: like. It's those butterflies, but as soon as it's. Yeah, it's time, like, it's like, all right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's
1: like literally no, like that. the day it's before. A, it's a buildup. Like, up. like it, yeah. Like day before in the hotel, you're like definitely like, like you're kind of like thinking about it. You, you get, the, you get like all jittery and mm-hmm. stuff. But then like the day of, I was just like, time to work. I'm like, let's freaking go, dude. That's like, what I'm <laughs> like, especially like the day before. Like guys kinda like my last guy especially. He's kinda like mad dogging me and like yeah. we're facing off and the thing and he's like, you know, I'm I'm just, you know
0: Are you are you a shit talker?
1: Or are you just kinda like nah? Like, fuck you, man. Like- nah. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean no, nah, I, I don't I don't think I'm I'm much of a like a crab talker. I'm just kinda like uh it is what it is. I think right. I, I, I I try to let the uh you know. Fight and speak for itself. Fight and do its thing. Yeah, and you know, I I just try to make sure I have a good product going out there, and you know, for sure, I I I come and try to you know finish this guy for 15 minutes. Like that's 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 all I'm thinking. Like for the lead up of this fight, like I'm just like like I I prepare I prepared like very, I thought I prepared very well for this last fight, and uh, yeah, man,
0: I can't wait to do it again. I love that. Yeah. Fire me up. You got any sponsors yet? I do not. Wait, I do Somebody not. throw We might have to give you Dervos, bro. Dervos might need to throw a logo on the trunks or something like that.
1: Dervos, hit me up,
0: man. Dude, well, I'm going to get that connect for you for sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Isaiah, you got anything you want to say to bring this nation before we're done? Uh,
1: no, I think we're good. Just be on the lookout come June or July and uh I'll keep y'all posted.
0: Yes, sir. We're going to make sure that we tag you in all beautiful stuff that Bring the Juice produces. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the pod. I want to appreciate go to this it. next fight. Oh, I want to go. I'll absolutely. throw a Bring the Juice logo on the trunks. So oh, I don't care. Absolutely. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another great episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Leave five stars. Follow us on the gram. Follow Isaiah on the gram. Keep a lookout for his next fight date. Pay-per-view, sure. baby. Let's go. <laughs> and... Uh, Don't forget this week, get your piss hot, and uh, let's bring the juice, baby.